Good morning, people of God. Woo! It's cold in here now, isn't it? <laughs> I'm feeling it. I, I realized that I set the thermostat before it resets. So I set it before like 825 and then it resets at 830 for like 84 degrees again. So I'm like, we're all like sweating in here. It's like nine o'clock. I was like, what is going on? Like, oh, I'll put the air conditioning on again. There you go. Well, what a beautiful day the Lord has given us. Amen. Amen. So uh, privileged and so wonderful that you are with us today, either in person or online. We will be celebrating Holy Communion, so hopefully as you walked in, you received your communion kits. Uh, Also at home, I invite you to get your bread and your wine or grape juice available following our sermon today. A couple quick announcements. Wanted to share in just, uh, boy, three weeks now, we will be uh, uh, doing a project together called Kids Against Hunger. So that's July 24th. After the second service, we'll be setting up tables. And as soon as we go through our orientation, we will be packaging 10,000 meals with Kids Against Hunger. Uh, In order for that to happen, we need to raise some funds. So there are envelopes on that center pillar in the entryway. Simple thing. You pick the, the envelope of the amount that you would like to donate. That match that number up, put that money in, put it in the uh, box, and we're all set, ready to go. But uh, we're excited to, to help participate in that, and uh, I believe through online we have opportunities for you to register. So when that constant contact comes out on Wednesday, uh, just be sure to get online, put your name in if you can be there to help with the packing of those meals. Uh, you might notice underneath uh, about every other seat in front of you, we have new pew Bibles, which is pretty exciting. Uh, uh, it matches the version, the NRSV, that we read from every Sunday morning. Uh, so that, you know, if you want to pull them out and use them during worship, by all means, please do so. If you would like to take one home or you have someone that you think would like to receive a Bible, take it home. We, uh, we made sure to order extras so that we can replenish as we go, but what a gift to give the Word of God out, and uh, whether it be to you or to people that you know, um, it's just what a great gift to share with people. Uh, VBS is happening in a month, so please be sure to sign up your kids, your grandkids, your neighbor's kids. Just check with their parents first. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if you find yourself that you, know, you love being around kids, sign up for something to be a part of, whether it be uh, you know, helping getting snacks ready or being a small group leader or, or whatever. It's going to be a blast. And it starts the last day of, of July into the first week of August. But that'll be uh, nothing but good stuff. Let us pray. Oh God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, You are the city that shelters us, the Mother who comforts us, the Spirit who accompanies us on our life's journey. Be with us today and always that we may spread Your peace in all the world and experience true freedom. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, and all of God's people say, Amen. Please be seated. Well, sisters, brothers, dear ones, grace to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So with this being the 4th of July weekend, there is only one topic that we could possibly preach about today, and that is... 
barbecuing, right? Of course. Now, just by show of hands out there, how many of you will be grilling at some point either today or tomorrow? All right. Now, let's get down to the nitty-gritty here, the serious questions that are good to wrestle with. Gas or charcoal, right? No. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So obviously barbecuing is not going to be our topic for today. If you saw the topic for today, it's also a good thing for us to talk about, and that is freedom, right? So let's try this. You tell me, and if you're joining us online, you can put this in the chat as well. What are the freedoms that you appreciate most in the, in the United States? Yeah. Freedom to worship. Amen. What else? Oh, I put you on the spot and everyone's nervous. Oh, there's no wrong answer. Yes. Freedom over your own decisions? Okay. For your body and for your life. Yes. What else? Freedom to vote. Yes. Vocational freedom. Do what you want to do, right? Where God might lead you. What else? Freedom to travel. Yes. Well, you think about, uh, especially throughout COVID and, and all the countries in Europe and whatnot, and if you were allowed to go across borders or not, and we, we've got a lot of freedoms to go from state to state. That's pretty amazing. Anything else? Freedom to share the good news. Amen. Right? So there's a lot of freedoms that we get to experience, especially in these United States, right? We've got massive documents that declare those freedoms for us to experience. Something hit me yesterday. It feels like almost every hot-button issue that we struggle with here in the United States has to deal with freedoms. The freedom of choice freedom to bear arms, freedom of speech and religion, or on the flip side, those who are without certain freedoms. And even amongst all these freedoms that we have or want to have in this land of the free, home of the brave, we still find ourselves in bondage and held captive throughout our lives, don't we? Whether it's from things that we've said or done in the past, things that have been said or done to us, illnesses, depression, finances, stereotypes, the list goes on of the things that keep us down and out. Things that keep us from truly living. I have to imagine the vast majority of us have an experience of something that has kept us from living the life we want to live. So it's here when we need to talk about another kind of freedom today. Freedom of speech is fine, but it's hard to enjoy when guilt has you by the throat. Freedom to assemble is great, but it's hard when shame keeps you from wanting to be around other people. The freedom of religion is such a gift to worship our God freely, but it's nearly impossible to do to truly praise God when we are struggling with illness or depression or a lack of self-worth. 
Well, if any of these are where you are at today, or that you know that you will be dealing with on any given Sunday or any given day in the future, right? Then God has a message for you. On this day that we celebrate our national freedoms, our independence, God would have us remember the freedoms that he offers to each of you today. In fact, the freedoms that are offered to you every day. And it's good that we take time to remember these, to recall these, to recite these again, because there is a war raging and waging every day, whether we are aware of it or not. A battle for our hearts and for our very souls, where the devil himself is leading the charge against us, threatening to take away God's plans for us, to replace our identities of who and whose we are with something that is false and not true, to steal the very life that God has so graciously given us. So it's good that we take some time to look at what God's Word tells us about freedoms today. God would have you be reminded in in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, it says this, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul writes this, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And John chapter 8 tops it all off, So if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. You see, freedom is an important thing to God as well. Dear ones, no matter what has happened in your past, either by you or to you, no matter what evils that are holding you down today or or any day in the near future, it is not permanent and it only has the, the power that you allow it to have. I'm learning this and relearning this every day. And it's time to stop letting these doubts, these fears, these evils define us. Because the promise is that God is bigger. God is greater. God refuses to let anything besides his love rule over you. So through God's love, be set free today. Are you listening? Let the good news of God And this forgiveness and power remove those shackles. Those shackles of fear or or doubt or, or guilt or shame. Let them go. Tear them off and be free to experience the life that God has in store for you. And what's that you say? What does God desire for you to do with this freedom? Well, I'm glad you asked. Because the Bible answers that one too. Paul tells us in Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh. In other words, for yourself. But through love, serve one another. Did you hear that? For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only don't use your freedom as an opportunity 
for your own desires, but through love serve one another. I feel like this is where we get so absolutely twisted as a people, as a society, as citizens of these United States. We really like this freedom part. But freed for what seems to be one of our biggest problems. This is where the devil starts to tell us that we are free to look after ourselves first and foremost. That the freedoms we have uh, allow us to do whatever we want. To whomever we want, it needs to happen to as long as our freedoms aren't messed with. It's why it's so easy for us to turn our heads when the rights and freedoms of others are affected as long as they're not my own. And it's why it's so easy to do and say whatever we want instead of actually being concerned if we've offended or hurt someone else, right? If I had a nickel for every time I've heard someone say, well, it's a free country, isn't it? But to be Christian, to be a follower of Jesus, to be a child of God is to hear and obey God's calling for us today in the book of Galatians here. What Paul writes, for you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only don't use your freedom for yourself, but love and serve others. That's where freedom is found. You are free. In fact, that's good to remind ourselves because sometimes those shackles of guilt, shame, illness, financial woes, whatever, they get a hold of us, right? And they keep us from seeing life. We feel tethered down. We feel suffocated and oppressed. And so it's good to be told and reminded that you are free. In fact, repeat after me. I am free. Now scream it like you mean it. Now turn to someone else in this room or or turn to a neighbor next to you online and say, you are free. Now yell it up to me and remind me again. Oh, now, now everyone here, tell everyone online, you are free. And now everyone online, you can tell us. You got to work on that a little bit. Yeah, I can't quite hear you. <laughs> right? It's good to be reminded today. How blessed we are to live in this country, but it is not so that we can have our own freedoms. You are free to risk and to serve and to help and to care and to try and to struggle and to laugh and all the rest. You are free, that is, to love just as God loves you. But most importantly, you are free to serve and lift one another up. Let this be the freedom that we celebrate this 4th of July weekend. Let's live freed from our past, freed from our thoughts and burdens that tell us we are less than something that God tells us we are. Freed from the future to walk into the future knowing that God forgives us and loves us and encourages us to love and forgive and serve each other. And if you forget, come back next week. And the week after that, and the week after that. I mean, that's why we have church every week. Because it is so easy to forget. 
Because the moment we step outside of this building, we are inundated and surrounded by a society that says, look after yourself first. You deserve to have X, Y, and Z. And today, God is screaming at us, I love you, and others deserve to know that too. Let that be our 4th of July weekend where we lift up and celebrate the freedoms that we have so that we can tell others and show others the freedoms that they have too through our Lord and Savior. Can I get an amen? Amen. Let's pray about that. Heavenly Father, we can't thank you enough for (laughs) this... Just the so many blessings that we experience in our lives every day. How, how fortunate, how lucky that we were born and, and now live in this country. Amidst all this, the, the mess that we are in, we still celebrate so many more freedoms than so many other countries have. But Lord, help us to untwist this. Help us to start seeing that these freedoms that we have are not for ourselves, but for others. That we are freed to to experience your love, but also to love others. That we are freed to experience your forgiveness, but then also forgive others. Help us celebrate our independence by sharing your good news so that others can be independent from their sorrows and pains and struggles as well. Let this be a day of freedom for all. We ask all this in your holy and precious name and all of God's people say, Amen. Again, for our prayers this morning, we're going to be trying something new. I'm just going to give you a topic, a theme, if you will, and invite you to pray the prayer that is on your heart in regards to each topic, okay? So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you today with open hearts, open hands, hopefully open minds and souls to receive all that you are. And we lift up to you these people, these things, these events or experiences, whatever it is that's on our heart today, we give them to you today, asking for you to hold them in your embrace. Lord, we lift up to you all of God's people. Lord, in your mercy... Hear our prayer. We pray for creation and the abundance of nature. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are overlooked or oppressed. Lord, in your mercy, 
Hear our prayer. We pray in gratitude of the freedoms we have. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are hurting or those in need of healing this morning. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for ourselves and what's going on in our own lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O oh God, we lift these and all of our prayers to you in confidence and in faith as we now pray the prayer your Son taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. I invite you to take out your communion kits or your bread and wine at home. Before we jump into communion, let us take a moment of confession. So I invite you to uh, bow your heads and to just... Can I repeat these words in your mind as, as we let God know our hearts today? Merciful God, we confess that we have not followed your path, but have all too often chosen our own way. Instead of putting others before ourselves, we long to take the best seats at the table. We spend more time worrying about our own freedoms than those of others. When met by those in need, we have too often passed by on the other side. Set us again on the path of life. Save us from ourselves and free us to love our neighbors. Amen. May you hear the good news today, sisters and brothers, that God does not deal with us according to our sins, but delights in granting pardon and mercy. And so in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, your sins are forgiven. You are free to love as God so freely loves us. Can I get an amen? Amen. I invite you to take out your communion kits. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, Take and eat. This is my body and it's given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. The body of Christ given for you. Amen. And again, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. The blood of Christ shed for you. Amen.
People of God, may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen you this day and keep you always in God's grace. And all of God's people say, Amen. Finally, it's important we ask for your financial support today. None of our ministries, amazing work that God does through King of Kings is possible without your hearts and without your generosity. Uh, and every little bit makes a profound difference. I just, I, I'm so excited to share that, uh, you know, last week we had the Marion Medical Mission. Doug came in and shared and uh, we raised enough to build four wells to help provide clean water. I mean, that's just one of the many life-giving opportunities that you all have been a part of uh, on top of all the ways that we support other ministries and organizations and people who come in off the streets and all of that, all that through your hearts and your generosity. So thank you for being the people of God. Finally, may you receive this blessing. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, and until we meet again, May God hold you in the palm of His hand. Amen. With that, people of God, may you say yes to the freedoms that Christ gives you today and dare to share that with someone else this week. And with all that, may you go in peace and share that good news. Thanks be to God.